Quick story. Alright y'all, y'all know how it goes. Today we're gonna talk about my birthday. Uh it was in June. We had a wonderful night. I don't remember a lot of it, but I remember enough to where we could talk about it. Uh we started off, we hit up Kwame's old apartment to start pre-gaming. We started yeah, about what, six? Probably. So yeah, literally. About seven, because I, I got off, showered, and went straight to Kwame's. Yeah, same. It was five o'clock somewhere, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, we started pre-gaming, we started getting a little fucked up, and then from there, we went to the roof. And uh, shout out to the boy Brian, he got us to hook up on the bottle service that for my birthday. We had bottles on bottles on bottles. And, uh, man. Damn, Damn we're, we're not over-judging, like, we literally <coughs> had, like, two champagne bottles, three liquor bottles. No, we had like five liter bottles. It was two bottles of champagne. Those are four hundred dollars each. And to, then, to start off, we had like a decent amount, I'd say. But once we started getting in, he was just giving but, us uh, shit. We got there before Brian even did, so we was already drinking. This Brian shit. didn't go. Brian just called his boy and that, exactly. Yeah. So we was already drinking that shit because yeah. it was kind of cold that night, huh? Yeah, yeah, a little oh, yeah. Bit. It was a little chilly that bitch. But goddamn me, y'all. Yeah, we had two bottles of champagne. We had three bottles of Crown Apple. We had two bottles of Tito's. Two bottles of Svetka. I don't even know what the fuck else. All I, the last thing I remember was when they bought that last bottle of Tito's over to us, and I started chugging it out the bottle. And it was, it was like, like not let go of that shit. No, literally, I was like, bro, you're driving. Like, you drove your truck up here. And you were like, yeah, I'm going to drive. It's like, no. <laughs> no, we, we, no. I was like, no, we don't drink and drive. And you were like, you know what? We're right. So shout out to Uber. You Uber. should sponsor us. Yes, sir. We Uber. don't drink and drive. Again, right, I don't know how many times we got to say this. Uber anyways, just fucking yeah. sponsor us. Because I remember grabbing your keys and you were like mad for like five seconds. You were like, bro, yeah. And you are like, hold on. I can't drive. I was like, ah, I said that. Bro, and then I remember <laughs> that dude, he kept trying to come in to our section that we had. And we had a private section. And this dude kept trying to come in there. And he was like sitting in it. And I went over there and told him he needed to move. And he was like, why? It's a public place. And I was like, yeah, but this is a private party. And he was like, I don't have to go anywhere. He, then, even, he even told the girl something. Yeah, and then uh, Chyla came over there and was trying to fight that man. And I told Marcus, I said, hey, grab her. But I'm so proud. And that was the first time we even met her. I yeah. Swear. yeah. At least that, me. That, that was the first time that I actually brought her, that was the first time I brought her around y'all. And then I got hot and everybody else stood up and they were like, yeah, hold on, we got to chill out, we got to chill out. I don't remember that part because I was at the bar. I, I specifically Boy, remember that because Caden looked nigga, over. Yeah, Caden yeah. looked over and he was like, "What are we gonna do?" And I got up, put my drink down. I just, I just remember getting back and uh, Erica and K Mac were like, "This dude was trying to sit over here. He was trying to tell us something." And Erica was like, "I was gonna punch him," and I was like, "What?" I was so lost. Yeah, dude's friend came over to me and he was like, "Bro, I apologize. Let me buy you a shot for your birthday." I was like, "Man, I don't want your pity ass shot. We got bottle service." But I took it anyway because I'm an alcoholic. But uh, he he brought us a shot, and then his friend came over there and apologized. And uh, yeah, that's the last thing I remember there. After that, we went to Diego's. We stayed no, there. I want y'all to know something. This is this is what we call qualms. Okay. Y'all, I ain't never felt. All right, I ain't even feel bad. I'm not gonna cap. We was leaving, and this and this woman. I'm gonna call her a woman because she was old. She's a MILF. 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 She's going to look at me and say, what you finna do? I'm going to look back at her and say, shit, whatever you want to do. <laughs> and she's going to say, take Such my number. She's going to say, take my number. We probably get into something tonight. And I was like, all right, bet. What's your number? Y'all know what she said to me? She said, hold on. My husband's looking. Ooh. God damn it. Hold but on. you know what? Kwame's already tipsy. Did you get the motherfucking number? No, because Brian. 
<laughs> he was like, he was like, yo, Quams, let's go, let's head out. Well, it was but his was friend's like, wife. I'm. I was like, hold on, sure I was like, hold on, let me get this shorty's number. He was like, come on, Quams, let's just go. Oh, it wasn't even Brian. It was fucking Isaiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian's yeah. brother, Isaiah. Yeah, Brian walked off. Isaiah was like, come on, Quams, let's just go. I was like, hold on, Isaiah, let me get this bitch number. And he was like, nah, come on, and drove me up out of there. I ain't even get the Mills number, y'all. That shit's sad. Captain Kwame starts right. again. <laughs> so, anyway, Marcus, we go to Diego. You don't have to explain that part because I don't remember none of that part. We showed up, bro. And at first, they were already texting us, like, grab beer because, you know. But I told them, I was like, we had the club. We we were there until, like, at least, one like, 1, one thirty. No, we stayed till 2. No, we left early, yes, because I drove you and him. We were, y'all try- were both in the backseat. Remember, because you Cause lost we your tried phone. To, yeah, we tried to you leave. were like, where's my phone? Where's my phone? We were trying to look for it and never found it. Because we tried to leave. Because I was like, we need to go buy beer before we go to Diego's. And then we ended up staying. And then I was like, all right, we still got to go, so we got to pay Diego. Always oh, look for the bootleg. Yeah. But then we showed up, and Diego then already had like 4.30s. And Diego's like, never mind, y'all good. I got it covered. So we was all vibing, having a good time. So people slowly started to leave. Matt and them left decently early because Matt had some stuff going on that next Saturday or whatever. Um, and so we just kind of chilled there till about... I left around like 4... Like close to four, but I think Hunter stayed there, and then I was still uh, there. Yeah, Caden stayed there for a little while longer. I mean, we basically they were there till about they ended the night off around like six or seven, guaranteed. I don't know what the fuck. I know I fell over a cooler and it spilled all over me. Oh, I remember that part a little bit. Well, mainly because they showed me the video the next day. Hey, that's <laughs> what happens when you become an alcoholic. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a good old time. When you become one, it's when you stay one. Yeah. I think I blacked out. I was just trying to the fucking bar. I was just trying to fuck, give that man a good little time. You know what I'm saying? I had a good time. <laughs> With the Mercy Broadcast, of course, y'all got your boy Qualms here. It's that boy, motherfucker. Goddamn. <laughs> fucking Matty Eyes, y'all. It's your boy Titty Tate. And it's the smooth dude with the groove, K Dub. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for real. Oh, for real. Oh, for I'm going to go a little to more about uh, some sentimental shit. I'm not going to go into the feelings part of things, but it's a little sentimental. I'm going to talk about some love tonight, y'all. Love. I, love, yeah, for sure. What is love? In, in my church class, sing it. <laughs> in my, and that's the biggest question. It's like, what is your perception of love? No. And <laughs> even with the perception of love, where did you get that perception? Or why do you think love is supposed to be that way? And I'll tell y'all a little bit about my story. My parents, together for 17 years, y'all, they were, I swear to God that, I mean, they was in love, that that's the shit that you were supposed to do, that, I mean, you had your little fights, but at the end of the day, you always uh, turned it around, you always made the best of things, that you always made best of what you had, but then, I mean, my junior year, my parents split up, so then that kind of fucked up my things, or my thinking of, like, what love is actually supposed to be. And then even when, like with personal experience, it was like, damn, like maybe love isn't supposed to be like this. So it's just like, I, I, I really I really wonder, I really think, because I mean, nobody's ever gonna see what you see. Nobody's ever gonna feel what you feel. Nobody's ever gonna get your perspective of things because nobody can ever see through your, your eyes. Nobody can ever hear what you hear. Nobody can ever experience what you experience. 
So it's just like, our kids, our young adults, do is their perspective of love from what they see between their parents? Is their perspective of love, perception of love, is what they see through social media, through they, what they see on like TV, their aunties, their uncles, their grandmas, their grandmas? It's because me, Whenever I think of love, I think of somebody that's always going to be there for you. I think of somebody that's always going to ride for you. I think of somebody that even when times get hard, at the end of the day, you know that they still love you, that they still appreciate you, that they're still going to be down for you. And it's like, maybe maybe love isn't supposed to be with all the fights. Maybe love isn't supposed to be with all the, like, the drama. Maybe love isn't supposed to be with all the extra stuff. What if my perception of love has just been so... Like, um, I don't even know, like, not, I'm not going to say corrupted because it's not necessarily corrupt, but maybe just because of what I've seen growing up through my parents, maybe what I've seen growing up, like through my other, uh, older family members, my aunties, my uncles, my grandmas, grandpas, maybe that's what just, I expect love to be is okay. You get into it sometimes, but at the end of the day, you're still going to be strong with each other. But then at the same time. What if love is like, you don't get into it? What if love, like, you just straight flow? You don't have any problems. You don't have any, like, miscommunications. You don't have any mess-ups. You don't have any, like, breakups. You don't have any, like... I mean, that's what I'm saying. What if it just, like, flows? And it's, it's weird because everything I've experienced, everything that I've gone through, everything that I've, like, focused on in this life, it's, like, just having somebody that's going to ride for you Okay, maybe you fuck up, but whenever I say fuck up, y'all, it's not the cheating. It's not doing somebody dirty because that shit, that shit is not cool. That's not, that ain't love. If you love somebody, you're going to be with somebody. You're going to stick with somebody. You're going to stay with somebody. You're not going to cheat on them. You're not going to want more. You're not going to want to go out of your way. You're not going to go to, you're not going to want to disrespect that person or make them feel any less than what they're supposed to feel. But then at the same time, it's like. Are you supposed to have them bumps in the road? Are you supposed to have them miscommunications? Are you supposed to have them little arguments and shit? And I mean, shit, I mean, growing up, that's like, I've seen my parents fight. I've seen my parents have some miscommunications. I've seen my parents get into it. But then whenever we wake up the next morning, my parents are good and my parents were okay. My parents were fine. They still loved each other. They still seemed like they loved us. They still made it seem like there was no problems going on. But then at the end of the day, whenever I experienced it myself, it was just like, damn, like, why? Why? It's like, why didn't I get that? Why didn't, why wasn't it followed through with that? Okay, maybe we had the arguments, maybe we had the miscommunications, but why wasn't it still solid all the way through? But then I can ask why all I want, but my parents were together for 17 years and they still, and they still divorced. They still broke up. So it's just like, damn, whenever you're looking for somebody, what, what, what are you expecting? What is your expectation of love? What is your experience of love? What do you expect out of your partner? Do you expect them to do everything that you want? And well, not even necessarily everything that you want, but do you expect them to communicate with you just like you do? Do you expect them to understand just like you do? Do you, do you expect no fights? Do you expect everything to be smooth? Or is it just like everybody expects a little bump in the roads, but you work over it and then get to the next level? It's crazy because, like, nowadays, dude, people are so grimy. People are so mischievous. People are so, try to be sneaky anyways. And it's just like, damn, that's that's not what, like, love is. Not to me anyways. Because I expect, whenever I think of love, guys, it's like, I expect the communication to be on key. I expect the... 
the vibes, the relationship, the understanding of one one another to be the same as like as you understand. I expect shit to be like this. I expect shit to be the same between you and your partner. And okay, like y'all fight. Okay, sometimes you have a misunderstanding. But with me, I expect you to overcome that. I expect you to understand what's happening. I expect you to understand your partner and their different perspectives of things. And then y'all work that out. And then at the end of the day, y'all still love each other. And y'all going to continue to move on to the next day. You're not going to give up. You're not going to fall short just because some shit happens. You're not going to just stop just because this and that. I expect it. Love, I, me, is like a never-ending thing. Love is a thing to where you look at it and it's like... That's the understanding. I, I, whenever I look at these couples that's been together for eighty plus years, sixty plus years, it's just like, like, goddamn, they, they didn't just do that. To me, they didn't just do that by making everything easy. Who knows what they went through? Who knows the shit that they experienced? Maybe they had the bumps up the road. Maybe they had the shit where like, shit happened and they just had to like forgive each other. But at the same time, what if that wasn't that? What if it wasn't a thing that they didn't experience what if it was just flowing all the time what if it was just easy all the time and it's crazy because so many people live so many different lives people grow up they lose their parents at a young age and then they're fucked up and they're, they're like okay like what is love then what am i seeking what my my father should have been or am i seeking what my mother should have been type shit or just like damn like what am i seeking in this life of like being loved or having a companion or having someone understand who I really am. And it's at, at the same time, it's like, it's hard to understand somebody else because you've never been through what they've been through. And even if you did have been through what they've been through, you haven't experienced exactly what they've experienced. And me growing up, I'm not gonna say I had a bad life. I'm not gonna say that at all. I had a great life. My parents did what they were supposed to do. My parents, they blessed me, they tried. They did everything they could to make sure I had a very good life. But at the same time, they still split up. So it's just like, I know my parents have a love for each other. But at the same time, I'm still confused on what being in love is. Or being loved unconditionally is. See, bro, on that, it's something kind of like where you can go into like the new generation versus kind of like, I mean, I guess we would say like how Kanye was talking about like his parents and their love. Like this generation, in my opinion, I feel like it's based off media. Like, oh, you, like sure. you see, you'll see these posts about what you need to do, and you know, and then if like if somebody's cheating, like this is what you need to do to get back. Like a lot of these younger kids nowadays, and which I can say, I mean, we can all say that because we're all of of decent age, so we're like we've kind of seen a lot of shit. Like these younger kids, like they're nowhere what our generation was. I mean, we we didn't have the Twitter and stuff. We did, but it wasn't like how it is now. It's not pro. It wasn't prominent. Yeah, right I mean, like nowadays, like people go off this shit, and it's like. A lot of girls, especially in this young generation, kind of go off like they see a post and it's like, the man this, the man that. Yes, I mean, that is most definitely true. But at the same time, it's not always like that. I mean, it's, you're not always going to base it off one person. Like, love is, I feel like love is just two people. Like, I mean, I'm in a relationship right now. Um, we've had fucking shit patches. You know, we damn near broke up. I mean, it's, it's shit. But at the same time, we're, we're still sticking through. We ride through it. We, we, you know, we talk it out. We get shit figured out, and yes, I mean, I admit, I, I fuck up continuously. I mean, it's not even like the cheating or anything like that. It's more of just like not doing too much, but I still understand her enough to be like, 
I can figure it out, we can figure it out. If she's obviously gonna fight, then she knows that there's something more greater than what we're going through now. So I feel like when we, like, especially with Kwame talking about his parents, it's just like, even though they split up, I mean, they have general love. But at the same time, they understand what they want and what they need. And so it's just kind of basing it off of like, yes, they split up and they they didn't stay together, but I mean, they, they, they understood and they, you know, they fucking, I would say, I guess like a truth type shit where they kind of were just like, okay, this isn't what we want or this isn't helping. It's like better for the both. Yeah, it's just, it's just like a better thing, like versus fucking young kids where it's like, no, you did this, well, I'm gonna go fuck up now. Like, no, it's not what fucking love is. And see, and like, and nowadays, bro, I really feel like it's just like all about revenge or all about you did me wrong, I'm gonna do you wrong. Exactly. And it's, I'm not saying that's love. If you did somebody wrong, if you cheated, if you fucked up, you fucked up. You don't you don't deserve that person. If a person was truly giving everything to you, if a person was truly giving their all to you, giving you their understanding, making sure that you was always okay, making sure that you were always good, making sure that you never like wanted anything, never needed anything, and then you go out of your way to cheat on them or you go out of your way to fuck that up, then that's on you. That's not love. Cheating is not love. You can't say you can't cheat on somebody and then go back to them and be like, oh, like I love you. That's 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 not it. I feel whenever you truly love a person, you only want that person. You only want that one soul. You only want that like true binding with that certain person. It's like it's hard to find that nowadays. And even going back to what Marcus was saying, like with this generation, seeing the social media, seeing like these pictures, these posts, like doing this and that, it's like as if everything is so materialistic nowadays. The spooky bastards, the the fucking, the Gucci, the uh, Burberry, like you have to buy somebody gifts to show that you love them. And that's, and that's not the thing. That's not, I truly feel coming from a man's perspective, a woman is gonna love you because of what you bring besides the materialistic things. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter how you were raised, how you were born. She's going to love you because of everything you experienced. She's going to love you because everything that you understand. She's going to love you because everything that you came from. She's going to love you because she knows how you were and vice versa. And even kind of jumping on that, I'm just like when you say the little things or like, you know, buying gifts. That's no, you don't need to do that for love. But don't get me wrong. Little things they go can, a long make, way. can make an effect, bro. I mean... Shit, you can buy your girl just fucking a dozen of roses or even just some little little flowers, bro. I mean, even just buy her some Shit, food. just a single rose. You know what I'm saying? Like, just something that's, that's basically showing, like, babe, I know, like, you know. Appreciation. Yeah, like, let's say, like, you know, you ain't been doing what you're supposed to be doing or you ain't treating her as well. You're all still doing good, but you, you notice that. You buy her something, bro, and you kind of show her, like, hey, I know what I'm doing wrong but I still know you're there for me. Like, that shit goes a long fucking way, bro. It does. And it's not even necessarily the the buying things, but the, the thought of it. Exactly, yeah. I feel like even with you buying this, with you buying that, with you, like, going out of your way for this, if you don't truly mean it from, like, a deep place, if you don't truly mean it from, like, a, like, I got this, we got this type of thing, like, I got you, like, you got me type of thing, then it really doesn't mean anything. Because you can sit there and buy a person fucking everything in this world. But at the end of the day, if you don't show them, like, true appreciation, if you don't show them true gratitude, if you don't truly show them that, like, you want them and you want them to be a part of your life, then it literally means nothing. And like, for me, my, my perception on the whole thing, I really don't talk about it much at all in general. And 
the only reason I'm talking about it now is because we all agreed to talk about it. But my whole perception of love is this, nothing's ever going to be peaches of cream in anything you do in life, especially not with your significant other, whoever that decides to be. Um, my parents had a great relationship. It wasn't always, like I said, it's never always peaches and cream. They had their problems and they had their fights and they had all that other stuff. And at the end of the day, my parents loved each other and my parents stuck through it. They gave me the utmost uh, love in the world. They did everything they could for me and my siblings. And they, if we didn't have anything and it was the last thing that they had and we wanted it, we got it because that's what they, that's what they did. They loved us. And we ain't always have money like we somewhat do every once in a while or whenever yeah, my, nice yeah. shit, basically. I didn't have the nice shit like I always yeah. do now and I wasn't taught to be a spoiled brat and stuff like that and but my parents always came together no matter what happened and they were always there for each other and my mom was in the wrong sometimes and my dad was in the wrong sometimes but at the end of the day they sat there and they talked about it no matter how bad or good it was and they stuck it through and my parents would have been married 25 years this year to or together 25 years this year married for the 20th year this year god rest my mom's soul she passed away in july uh but that's what i was taught and i know it's not peaches and cream and i'm for one not somebody who should sit here and give relationship advice to anybody because i've had my fair share of relationships where i've just ruined them because of just me being a shitty person and, then, and me not wanting to be a, admitting to be a shitty person, but it's just I was, and that's what it is. But I grow, and that's all you can do is grow as a person, and that's what you have to do in a relationship with love anyway. You're never going to be perfect, and you're never going to be at your utmost potential because all you can do is grow, and you're going to continue to grow until the day you're in, until the day you're in the grave. And then, I mean, never be satisfied with it, and always communicate with your significant other, and like I said, the little things, the little things do matter. So. Do the little things for that person. I think you'll be okay. And then, like, even coming from that, bro, like, watching your parents since you were so little, watching your parents since you, I mean, shit, since you've been born, like, growing up type-wise, do you feel that your perception of love is based off of that? Do you feel that, like, what you think love is is based off your parents and, like, social media and everything that you've seen? Or do you, or how do you, like, perceive love? In a, in never, a never off social media. I never base my love life on social media because people on social media like to make it seem like it's peaches and cream like I said nothing's ever peaches and cream in anything in life and then of course my parents yeah there's some things I do that uh or that I want to do that my parents did with each other that are great but also at the same time I'm my own person and I can't mimic their relationship because every relationship is different and there was good and there was bad and there's going to be good and bad in mind but I want to take some of the good that they did and also mix it with some of the good that I know I can provide to make my relationship in the future good and make it great even though it's not always going to be great but it's the best i can do well i mean going off of that i mean i could probably say my perception of love is solely based on my parents because i mean growing up it's like you said it's not all it's not all perfect and everything it's not all hunky-dory and shit but i mean my parents probably went through some of the hardest stuff they did i mean only only for the fact that the line of work that my dad is in, my dad was hardly ever home driving yeah, a truck, same you know, here. so my dad in the he, he wasn't home maybe but once or twice a week, if that. So my mom stuck out, stuck it through, and there was a moment there where they were kind of just like, okay, we're going to call it quits, and told them, I was like, y'all can't call it quits, it's, 
y'all got to keep going because y'all can get through this. And I told them, and they were like, well, all right, we're going to work this out. So to me, if they were able to go through all of those struggles for my whole life and then get to that point and then still be able to overcome that, like that is not, to me, it's not the perfect love, but it's the perfect love for them because they're able to do what they have to do to keep each other happy and still stay together and able to manage themselves and make sure their well-being is fine for their relationship. See, and that's like, and that's where I'm coming from with it. Like, as us now, as us as, like, men, as young men, whenever we're going out, whenever we're looking for something, do we expect it to be, like, okay, yeah, it's good right now, but we expect fights and shit? Is, is, that, is that fucking us up? No. It's like, no, but hold on, but, like, what if... What we have, none of us have experienced because all of us had like the fights, all of us had the arguments, all of us had this, this and there. But what if like true love is just where everything just like clicks? What if the shit that we see like on TV where they go from fucking middle school to grown ass people living happy as shit, and it's like they've never had this, they never had that. It's just like they float all the time, and it's I mean it's hard to base because like it's a movie and you can say it's like fiction, it's this and that. But at the same time, what if it's what if it's not that? What if you what if you truly meet somebody to where you just understand them? What if you truly meet somebody to where like there's no fights? What if there's no problems that you just flow all the time? That whenever you get to each other with each other, it's like damn, like, yeah, I'm fucking with this person. But the next thing you know, 20 years later, it's like damn, I cannot believe that we literally just did this. It was like and it was easy. There was no problems. There was there was none of that. There was no, there was none this and that. There was no, there was no fights. There was no arguments. It literally just clicked the whole time through the whole 20 years or fucking life, 40 years, 60 years, 80 years. It's like, we're all young and it's, and it's crazy because we all come from a different place. It's crazy because we all experience different things. We don't all grow up seeing the same things, looking at the same things, understanding the same things, but yet at the same time, we all know what we want. But then whenever we get what we want, what if we fuck it up just because we expect, like, okay, my parents and them fought, so, like, I can fight with them a little bit, and then they'll come back because they're, like, supposed to because that's what love's supposed to be. Right, and I see what you're saying, like, on the movie thing, and, like, you say it's not all fictional. Well, maybe it is fiction, and, well, maybe it's not all fiction, and it is great and all for a little bit, but at the end of the day, a movie is two hours long, like, not... 20 years long, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have those fights and you're going to have those problems because that's just the way human nature works. Yeah, you can go about it a different way than your parents did and that's great and all. And you don't have to base everything just off what you saw with your parents where, yeah, they argued but they stuck together. Yeah, handle it different. Learn from it and do things separately that you think is going to be best for your relationship and what you and what you and your significant other are going to be able to handle together and not what you think is best you got to make sure you, that's where the communicating part comes in I mean, you got to sit there and you got to talk to each other about it and you might scream and yell sometimes but at the end of the day maybe that's what you need maybe you need to get out a little bit but at the end of the day you have to sit there and communicate together to make it better for each other and then move on from that i mean if you can move on if you can have a short-term memory about the little things that aren't as important and that aren't that serious that are causing arguments then yeah i think you can be okay but if you're not that type of person then i mean hey i mean who knows? I don't know because, I mean, I'm my own person. You're your own person. Everybody here is their own person. And we're not going to have a relationship like our parents, uh, exactly like theirs. And that's just, I mean, that's just how it goes. It's just not humanly possible to mimic everything 
like you were raised to see, you're gonna learn and you're gonna grow. We're only anywhere from 20 to 23 years old here, and we still have, I mean, we're in like the very first portion of our life. Yeah, we have a lot, a lot, a lot to learn from, and that's the main thing you can do. You just gotta learn from things. And that's what's, I mean, and coming from that point, bro, it's just like, that's where, that's where I'm confused from. That's where I'm kind of like, kind of like on the edge of because it's I mean yeah we've all seen our parents go through it and do this and that but literally I mean at the same time what what if it what if love isn't that what if love isn't supposed to be like that at this I mean yeah if I mean if you can stick it through if you can fight with each other if you can argue if you can beef but then wake up the next morning and shake that shit off and act like nothing happened kudos to you that, that shit's great you understand that's I think that's the point that I'm getting at, to be honest. Besides what I was saying is an understanding of each other. If you truly understand that the per- like with the person that you're with, if you truly understand the person that you're experiencing these things with, that you're going through these things with, if y'all commun- communicate on that level, or not even necessarily communicate, but if y'all both feel each other on that level, if y'all both come to an understanding early in a relationship to where y'all know y'all are finna stick this out. Cause I mean, shit, Matt, props to you and Erica. Y'all motherfuckers. I mean, damn, how long y'all been together? Shit, almost four years. Four years. That's a long ass time, bro. Especially being this young. How how old are y'all, what? I'm 22 and she's 21. 20, 22 and 21, bro. And it's just like- Hammer. My bad. I know it was. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like it's damn. Twenty two and twenty one, and you can sit here and you can, you can look at Mad and Erica, and you would just be like, damn, them motherfuckers love each other. Them motherfuckers I mean, are at an understanding. And I'm not just gonna sit here and say that Mad and Erica's relationship is fucking jolly, Christmassy, good all the time. But whenever Mad and Erica come out with us, whenever we see Mad and Erica, it's not. Oh, Mad and Erica are beefing. It's like, damn, it's Mad and Erica. Like, <laughs> they doing the same thing they always do. With Mad and Erica. Like, what's up, yeah, fuckers? Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not just as if Matt is being here. It's like if Matt shows up alone, it's like, yo, Matt, where's Erica? Because we know they're tied as a knot. And it's it's crazy because I mean, shit, we're young, 22, 21, Matt and Erica. But I I promise you, Matt and Erica know what they want. I promise you, Matt and Erica have an understanding. I promise you they they know each other to a point to where they realize where they're finna go in life. And that's the best thing about it too is because whenever you can find someone that doesn't just make you feel good or whenever you find someone that doesn't just make you understand life right now, but that person that you find that you want to continue to the future with, the person that you find that wants to make you continue to do more continue to grind to continue to make a better life for yourself and that person then that's like damn that that is your person y'all like hold on to that that's that's not something especially nowadays that's not something you're gonna find all the time and it sucks because i mean like shit happens yeah i want to go into that as well i'm gonna say you know love to me is all about growing and understanding 
a love, if, you, if you're going to love someone, you got to put all of it in there. You can't just halfway love somebody because it's not going to work out for you, man. You got to put all your heart, all your mind, all your strength into that one person. You can't half-ass anything. Exactly, man. I mean, it's going to hurt in the end if it don't go your way, but I completely feel you coming from like yeah, man. Talk, yeah. if, if you want something to work out, obviously you got to put all 100% into it. That's the only way that you will get any type of uh, successfulness out of anything. You can't just stop and say, oh, this isn't working. Nah, man, go and try something else. Try something new. Spark it up. Do something in the bedroom. Do something, you know. <laughs> get it get it going. Get it. Uh, Lick the booty hole. Do something, man. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm saying, Don't if, it, if you, do if you get to that part in love where you're just kind of, every day is the same thing. You're like kind of on a schedule. I'm telling you, man, take your time. Think about what you want to do. Think about it in the beginning of your relationship of how you how y'all, you know, the cupcake phase is what yeah, they say. How you fucking well, acting? Yeah, how, how y'all, love. How are y'all yeah. doing that? You know what I'm saying? Look into that side of, of whoever you love and whoever you're with. You know what I'm saying? Look look onto, uh, you know, forward and see if you can put some other things that might switch it up and create a little spark. You know what I'm saying? Shit, even like a little mini vacation or some shit. You know, like spice yeah. that shit up. Be like, hey, we going out. Or, you know, actually got a date planned. Or... And it's just like, even with that, guys... You can be with somebody fucking forever. There's plenty of people that have been with people for years. But then at the end of the day, should, I mean, it didn't work out. And I, think, you, I think with what Caden was saying, you got to be able to understand your partner. And they've got to be able to understand you. That way, y'all both know what you want and what you want the relationship to be. And how you want it to be for the long run if you if you're invested into the long run and i mean and that's literally what it comes down to at the end of the day if you love somebody like truly if you understand somebody if you want it to work if you wanted to make it happen like try to make it happen you don't you don't come across a person that just makes you feel so comfortable makes you feel so complete makes you like truly feel like they were the other half for you like in this world all the time but if you meet that person, go to your complete depths to make that shit work. Because that shit, especially nowadays, that shit does not happen. People out here cheating on each other. People out here making each other look stupid. People out here trying to get revenge, trying to get clout, trying to do, some, do this and that. Just because of social media. Fuck social media. If you find a person that is down for you, ride for that person. Ride for the people that ride for you, y'all. Love the people that love you. And that's literally what it comes down to at the end of the day. And shit on that, guys. We're going to go ahead and knit up off our soap. We're going to go ahead and do our uh, first sip, sponsored by our guys, Anchor. Shout out to the boys, Anchor, for sponsoring us, keeping us rolling every day. Get your asses on this app and start talking with some friends and make a little bit of that mola. Today, what we sipping on is our favorite, Bird, Bird Dog, Dog and Sprite. Oof. Hey, and y'all know who's here. Captain Bird Dog. That's me, a.k.a. Quams. Let's go ahead and clean up. Shit, baby. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Yes, sir, y'all. We really just want to thank you to fucking sponsor. I mean, sponsor. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank Anchor. you to motherfucking Anchor, man. Because <laughs> Anchor. Anchor really has been doing the thing for us. And, I mean, shit, we love this. We sit here, we talk every week, and we just kick it with the guys. So off the sentimental shit, we finna get back into what we always get into, baby. And we gonna talk about some sports. Yes. Go ahead, Teddy. Take it away. Yes, sir. You know, we had a big week of college football. Uh, a lot of... Of course, what you'd expect in the games, blowouts for the most part, and a lot of upsets, too. 
And uh, we there was some upsets. Uh, there were some upsets, man. We're gonna start off with Louisiana Lafayette pulling off the upset against Iowa State at Iowa State, <laughs> thirty-one to fourteen. <laughs> Clown ass name. <laughs> Iowa State went into the game ranked number twenty-three. They did not deserve being top twenty-five. Once they lost that game, let's welcome Louisiana Lafayette to the rankings for the first time would, in their college football history. Like, you think they were ranked just specifically off of it, the fact of it being like Corona? You know, they took no, they were, they were they were good last year. Yeah, they had a good year. They've been consistently good. Well, Nobody, good, but I'm saying like did y'all? I was trying to get some opinions. They, okay, nah. my honest opinion: they shouldn't have been ranked over Baylor. Baylor had a better year last year. And Baylor was sitting outside the top yeah. 25. And I don't even care if it was a fluke season, bro. I think Baylor still kind of showed out more. Than I would say they had a pretty cold quarterback last year, though. They still have him. Brock Purdy. Oh. But Louisiana Lafayette came shut, in. Shut his ass down. And so dominated. Bucky, and now Louisiana Lafayette has entered the rankings for the first time in their They're program making, history. Hey, at, number the nine, at number Call 19. Here. Stop it. Bro, didn't I see – did I see Appalachian State ranked at like 24 – yeah, but they've they were ranked last year too. They also yeah, they've yeah, only they, lost like two games like they last year. I was talking about last they year. Beat. I just said that I see. I was making sure I yeah. saw that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah they've been. Teams, I think they've bro. been ranked the last couple Who, years, man. Who's Appalachian State? Appalachian State kind of never fell off though. Yeah, they've. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think just, they've been ranked the last two years. They caught my eye this year at least. Yeah. I never noticed it. They're not ranked right now, but. But I guess that's what happens when you got COVID. Where did Tony Romo Yeah, they are. Midwestern? App State. No, he went to – or, or, uh, last, Sorry, last week they weren't ranked. Oh, yeah. Uh, he went to Eastern Illinois. Eastern Illinois. But didn't he get an offer from Appalachia? Appalachia? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, them boys are – them boys have been pretty consistently good. And then we had another upset in – let me find it. Kansas State and Arkansas State. Arkansas State is a nobody and came in and won thirty-five to thirty-one at Kansas State. That's because wow. they lost last week. That's yeah, bro, to Central Arkansas. Bro, I had to bring this up. I got to. We paid some money for this shit. Okay, Double T, Texas Tech. Ragum. Lovely Texas. We paid them four hundred thousand. We was favored by forty. We won by motherfucking two, yo. 35 to 33. I'm just fucking saying, dog. Like, that shit, you know what? I, I mean, Lubbock is always going to be that team I will always root for. I love, I love Tech. I do. I got no hate in Tech. Texas, fuck them. Tech, Texas. I mean, do y'all think, in my honest opinion, I'm going I'm to go first, but I want, y- I want y'all's honest opinion. Like, I mean, in my opinion, we the way we played... Bro, I feel like we're going to be, like, bottom three. No, nah, they're the losing, 12, dog. losing every other game except Iowa State, Kansas State. I mean, because I, I know, like, I know how Tech is. Like, we'll have that, Bowl that team. game. Because nah. in, in, my, in my full eyes, we're going to beat Texas. <laughs> but that's just because it's always a fuck Texas, like, right? Fuck like, Texas. I, I don't care even if we're – we down. all know we're going to lose. Like, fuck you, Greg. We never want to say – Oh yeah, Texas finna come and stomp our shit. Nope. Like, in our head, and you know, in in the like when we talking like in a back room where nobody can hear us, we're like, yeah, Texas gonna whoop our shit. But nah, no, I mean, they're not. We on we on beat them. I mean, I'm a. But uh, then after that, uh, then after that, I, I it's gonna I be a know, great bro. game between both teams, and that's all I can legally say at the moment. We'll know, talk about bro. this after the podcast. All I want though, I mean, <laughs> I mean, what do, what do y'all think leading up on Tech with with that? Texas by thirty. No, not even just Texas. Like the season for Tech. They'll like, be a bowl team. No. They'll win six. I doubt it. Man. No, I don't. I, like I said, I think they only win against 
Kansas State, Kansas. I think they are Iowa a four win team. Our offense yep. is. I think not we're four, maybe push all. a five. Exactly. We're fast though. Don't get me wrong. We we're fast. But, yeah, you I mean, got. We also won by fucking two points, bro. I think we're finna turn up. Yeah, they they. We're was, missing they a lot was, of players uh, too, because yeah, of COVID. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah, they had a little slow start and shit. Houston, Houston Baptist kind of gave us a little run for our money. That but at the same player time, got this, yeah, man. he just got his eligibility today. I th- yeah, I think Tech. I think Tech's gonna be all right. I agree with Teddy. I think a bowl team. Thank I think you. we got them. Fuck Texas. I feel like we're going to beat Texas. Not we're we're going to beat Texas by 14. It's going to be a competitive game uh, between both teams. But at least at least 10 to 14. We might fuck around beat Texas by like three, just like we did fucking. Y'all like we got defense. It's been to be 50 to don't act, something. We didn't I mean, have, don't act we didn't like have three transfers that were supposed to play that didn't get to play because of COVID and then one without a fucking eligibility. transfer eligibility. But they just got that. And the dude from Arizona who led the nation the last two years in tackling, is now in the lineup. And one of the safeties is back in now. Because so. I fucking safeties and corners look like dog shit. That dude from LSU, not as good as people said he was going to be. I mean, it's hard to say that after a first game. Yeah, it was the... I mean, that, that's true. Uh, yeah, true. First game is going to be tough, but catch my opinion. Uh, you think both team? Bowl yeah, bowl team for sure. Bowl team, bowl team, maybe. They it's might have. They might have a, Six little, games. a slow start, but I feel like they gonna. I feel like they gonna make it. Make it work. Yeah, all the other scores though were pretty much uh, predictable. Predictable. Coastal uh, Carolina coming into Kansas and winning what two years in a row now. Coastal Carolina has now <laughs> won two years in a row at Kansas, <laughs> and Kansas has paid them. Five hundred thousand each year. Making money to beat I love, I love you, Les Miles, man. I have high hopes for you at Kansas. I think you still win four games this year, but them man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, anything, Kansas beating Texas. Oh, I can see it. I can see it, but man. Weren't they close last year? Yeah, they're not. Yeah. Right? They were close no, last yeah. year. Yeah, they so gave cool. them a game, and then the year before they won. Yep. Kicker, the kicker. Fuck that motherfucker, man. Yeah, but I fucking fuck with his no, name, fuck though. that guy. Fuck that, that guy. Fuck that dude, bro. If I ever saw him I really in public, I would try to fight him. You, I, want, I, want, like, I want to know, bro. Like, what makes you be like, yeah, I got all these teams, but hook them. Yeah, I'm committed. Like, why, yeah. Okay, why do you hate Digger the Kicker? I can't wait to go into why I hate him. Uh, I, didn't, I, I ain't got no hate from my boy. I, I've been a kicker before, so I know they always getting hate, you know. I hate him. But it's a difficult task, bro. It's bro, a difficult I, I task. Do cool. My turn. Let me explain why I hate Dicker the kicker, bro. Hold on. Before you start, can you kick a field goal? Yes. I kick Junior. Successfully? Yes. Barely. Silently. Barely. 30, 35 a, yards most. But my boy, Caden, can a, punt like a, a motherfucker. It is 35 ten, yards regulation. How, you, you got 10 field goals lined up. How many are you making? Three. Three? Yep. Three out of ten? Yep. I'm making seven. I don't know. I'm boosting myself. I'm making about nine. The kicker? Yeah, I can see that. He, he making about eight or nine of them. He, he make it ten. You ain't worried about most. him. I'm not hating on his kicking abilities. I just hate him in general. I'm making Let seven. Let me explain no, why I hate bro, him, though. I'm making seven with my Jordan cleats, cuz. All right. Bye, Marcus. I hate this man simply because of his face. It's his, bro. Y'all know on Step Brothers where he's like, you just have a punchable face. Like, I just want to punch you in the face. That is him, bro. He just looks so cocky and like, he's just like, oh, I'm the sh- bro. Oh, I'd roll that nigga up next. <laughs> yeah, if I ever saw him, in- Dicker the Kicker, if you ever listen to this shit, I'd roll your ass up if I saw you in public, okay. bro. Okay, why I hate him and it's pretty obvious. Because Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ah, sucky ass motherfuckers. We still made the playoff, though. And you also Over beat Texas. him in the Big 12 Championship. Exactly. 
We yeah, but we beat them when it matters. Yeah, I, don't, I don't feel like you can throw the playoff thing anymore because every time I go to the playoff, y'all just <coughs> choke. I really do, bro. And I fuck I with y'all. I do. I fuck with. I fuck with OU, bro. I do too, man. You're like a like hating team, but damn, <laughs> like y'all representing us by choking. Y'all some motherfucker. But we're the only one that can represent. Wow. Yeah. Because we had choking ass league, I get and it. And because like, of y'all, on, bro. they're talking about, oh, is the Big 12 really quality enough to go to the playoff? Because hmm. then again, every time y'all go. I mean, but when you have teams like Tech that play an FCS team and only win by three. Yeah, like, but we're sense. used to that. I mean, come on, bro. You can't. That's not a valuable it's argument. Not a, yeah, when people, nah. when people were like, oh, we beat Tech. Okay, congrats. You should beat Tech. We ain't nobody <laughs> I mean, fucking special. It's pretty obvious. If you have a team that's barely beating FCS teams, then they're not going to do good against FBS teams. That's, you say that, bro. But well, whenever we make a bowl game, Matt, FCS teams be out here, face. bro. Is that a bet? Maybe out here. How about man? you just shave your face again? I did. Marcus Actually. looks fucking stupid right now. Marcus looks like a, a fucking naked mole rat. Look like a naked mole rat. I was gonna say that, bro. That's crazy. Okay, is this really an upset? I was looking at this one all weekend, and I don't know if it's an upset or not. Georgia Tech over Florida State? Yeah, that is. I, uh, I would say it is. Hey, didn't we all pick Georgia Tech? I picked Georgia Tech. I picked Georgia Tech. I honestly don't remember, but I do know that Georgia Tech and Florida State have Why been you the pointing strongest me, bitch? teams lately. Because so. you're capping. You picked Florida State. Did I? Yeah. Me and Marcus were the only ones that picked Georgia Tech. I may have picked Florida State. I'll yeah, pick Florida State. Go Marcus was the only ones because I said fuck Florida. I said fuck Florida State because of Florida, and then Marcus, you know, was like, you know what? I'm gonna ride with my boy Quams and pick Georgia State. And you and, know why? Because we some cold ass motherfuckers, man. And all y'all motherfuckers pick Florida State. Anyway, last thing we're going about college football. How about we all welcome back the Big Ten? Fuck them. Besides Justin, <laughs> besides Justin Fields and Ohio State, fuck them. Yeah, welcome, welcome pussies, back, bro. Big Ted. It's good to have you guys back, They're I awesome guess. you fucking pussies, bro. You guys were pussies from That's the facts. job, but even some of y'all's teams didn't want to play. But now all teams will be playing this I, year. I ain't even going to hold back, bro. Fuck the Big Ten. Like, there's some bit. Like, yeah. why would you do that and then just to watch a week of football and be like, you know, we could do that. <laughs> Ohio State was trying to do that shit from the get-go, yeah. yo. Like, come it's, on. Uh, is Dylan McCaffrey Christian McCaffrey's brother? Yes. Yep. He is? Uh, no, they just, this is. No. Shut up. I'm, yeah. <laughs> That's why you act like bitches don't have the same fucking last name. But it was a fucking related. joke, yo. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyways, y'all see that Dylan McCaffrey fucking opt out of this year and is going to uh, enter the transfer portal? I did. I have no idea. Even I didn't know. even. Yeah. I ain't even well, he's a quarterback from uh, Michigan State. He's or Michigan. supposed to be the starter this year. Yeah. yeah. Wait, you was, said Michigan State? No, Michigan. Michigan. Uh, who's that? Oh. <laughs> Good point. Fuck that motherfucking team too, bro. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh is on his way out, just so everybody knows. You think so? Oh, bro, they're gonna no, fire no, his no, ass this year. Done, like, <laughs> exactly. I mean, they've been. They, I mean, they're winning their bowls. That, I mean, that's the, yeah, but that's they're not. True. They're not getting. I mean, they're getting into like decent name bowls. Oh, and nine against the. I mean, come on, bro. Get into yeah. get into like a New York. Owen, six, like, it's Owen five in Jim Harbaugh era. Bro, if he wants to keep his and fucking then job, one bro, in one in four, I think against Michigan State. If he wants to keep his. Fucking job and his fucking name out there. Make a statement this year. He got to beat Ohio State. He got to. That's the team to beat. And in my opinion, you're not beating Justin Fields, though. Yeah, if Justin Fields That is a fucking dog. Is he going to play? Yes. I hope he plays. Come on, yes. He's the one that started that petition. He's going to fucking beat Spencer Rattler as much as I love him for the Heisman. Oh, yeah. You think so? No, absolutely. Even cake. Cake. Even yeah. starting in October seventeenth, hey, yes, uh, yes. the yes. only yes. okay, the only reason why I think he would beat Spencer Rattler out 
is if he plays... He's a better quarterback. Because a if better he quarterback tre- and he's in a better fucking team no, they don't choke in the playoffs. If he plays tremendously, they choked in the playoffs last year. They did. Ah, yeah. well, well, they did. I mean, Justin Fields literally threw it to a Clemson player. He had no but player in that But they also should have because Clemson fumbled. I'm just Oklahoma saying. State lost for like 50. Or Oklahoma lost for like 50. Anyways, don't matter. I mean... I'm Spend, a, the only reason why Justin Fields could win is if he plays every single game... And has the same stats every single game. And at does, least five hundred yards and does every single game because yeah. his conference I mean, is yeah. harder. Also, and they're gonna and he will, they're yeah, gonna yeah. have but less games. Will. You're talking like he won't. No, they're still they're, gonna they're, play. They're, they're gonna play schedule. their whole game. Yeah, they're gonna play those. But like, they're they, not playing a ten game conference schedule. They're playing two cup two cupcake games and then an eight game conference. I schedule. thought it was pretty sure it's a ten game conference was, schedule. I thought, I thought they were only doing. Yeah, they're only doing because they don't have time for bullshit. Assistant, can we get some knowledge on this? And then, but then even with then, I mean, Thank you, I'm not going to knock Justin Fields at all because Justin Fields is a complete dog. But you can't act like – because I was a big, like, what if on the Spencer Rattler. I, I like Spencer like, Rattler. He I, is good. I, I, I mean, I, I, that's just, why I said. Yeah. I mean, I'm not doubting him because I fuck with the guy. Watch him on QB1. Cold motherfucker. See, and then Justin Fields. Cold motherfucker. And I was a big what if just because Spencer was like – he was kind of a crybaby. He was kind of like a – like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? He wasn't taking the complete role of being the captain and the quarterback. But then next thing you know, Look at this. the first two weeks, this nigga has a Big perfect Big Ten football yard. schedule 2020. League to play eight games plus consolation games on championship week. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, but then again, if you if you were a good quarterback, I mean, wouldn't you want to Still kind of friend of be mad at people not doing shit right? I'm not, you know, I'm not no, like, no, trying to bro, stick out for like being a crybaby because no. But, I mean, if you know you see a fucking play that'll work and the receiver don't run his route right, I'd be fucking I'm not – and, and, and that I completely understand that. I played quarterback. I played fucking yeah. – I, I understand that shit. Exactly. Yeah. I, I you should definitely God. fucking know about your receivers. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and it's just like you can sit there and you can blame everybody. You can sit there. You can blame the line You can play, blame the receiver for not doing what they're supposed to do. But at the end of the day, who is everybody else going to blame for not getting the job done? That's true. The quarterback. Were you so blamed? So it's just like at the huh? Were you blamed? Where I, was I blamed? Yeah. What do you mean was I blamed? He played at Lubbock. I was a of black. I was, was a blamed. black quarterback. I don't think that had Lubbock. anything to do with it, but okay. I'm just asking you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yes or no question. I'm not going to go into yes. I'm not going to go into the details about the, the racial me. pandemic. Of I'm so. I'm so what sorry we you were blamed. I, you know, I really. You wish. ain't got to be sorry. I was blamed, bro. I still went to college. Be careful, then. What do you mean? Anyway, I still went to college, y'all. I played. I played at a D three uh, college of Worcester, but at the same time, you wearing the shorts right now. I got my. Uh, I got my school paid for. You know you what I'm saying? You wouldn't even go there. So that the who the I went there for a year and a half. I, I respect my boys. My boys <laughs> anyway, all right. Anyway, let's keep rolling. Let's jump into this past Sunday NFL Week One. It was a very successful week in my opinion, except for the Cowboys game where we got hoed. Texans lost to this fucking sucks. Right. I expected it. Hey, Steelers Seattle. won. Seattle won. Pretty good weekend. So did the Beyond Washington the- football team. Exactly. Oh, yeah. They are leading the, the division because yeah. everybody else is 0-1. Yep. The NFC East <laughs> division leaders. My bad. I went trying to think, bro, you know I fuck with the Cowboys, bro. Is the Don't play Washington me like a motherfucker sucker. football team. Can y'all believe that? The football team, y'all. That's that's who's leading the, the NFC Washington East right Red-tos. now. Washington Red Tails. I wish. I wish. Exactly. <laughs> it's all I wish. Go red. Wait. Whoa. And that's because, <laughs> and that's because they came back from a seventeen and zero deficit. But and that's hold because on. My bad, fucking... I'm sorry for I'm not. You know. I'm sorry for coming in like this. Imagine saying that. You know. You got like go boys, go Chiefs. 
Go football, go football team. team. That's the same thing. <laughs> How do you wake up in the morning and be like, damn, I love the fucking football team. What football team, motherfucker? You gonna sit there and just be like, damn, I, I support the Washington football team? But I mean, I guess y'all motherfuckers can right now because y'all leading the NFC East. Everybody else is 0-0 except for y'all. If you're from Washington. They came back from a 17-point deficit. That just lets you know how sorry. And Fuck you, Eagles. I started your defense exactly. that week. Fuck you, Eagles. Y'all are sorry as shit because y'all let the fucking the football team come back and run up a check on your ass. I'm not going to say the Cowboys are any better, any better, but we are better because DCL for life, baby. Just understand that shit. But we also lost, but we lost by three points. We should have kicked the field goal. We should have played a smarter game, but it is what it is. We lost. It's 0-0. We're coming back next year. If you're from Washington and you somehow hear this and you somehow hear me talk right now, and your boyfriend says, I'm going to go watch the Washington football team in the next room, I want you to roast his ass, take a shot in his face, pour him a shot, and throw it in his motherfucking face. Because that's not something you fucking say. Let's talk about the, I guess, the primetime game that day. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers versus Drew Brees and the Saints. Tom Brady finished 23 of 36 with two touchdowns and two interceptions. And Drew Brees finished 18 of 30, 160 yards with two touchdowns. It wasn't a bad game from what I was watching up until shit went south. (laughs) <laughs> then I was like, damn. Tom. Until shit went New Orleans. I mean, but then again, bro, it's like I told my dad, and I'm gonna tell y'all, and y'all might be y'all might agree, y'all might have some some different opinions. I feel like he got a young team. Give him about a week. And a shitty old by, line. By this week, maybe at least three weeks. They'll be a solid team. I feel like Tom Brady got more pressure in this game along with this offensive line than he did in his entire career with the Patriots, bro. Mm-hmm. That shit was crazy. I he just, looked so discombobulated. I mean, I just think, bro, I mean, yes, he got the weapons on offense, but I think once this team gets together and decides to, you get to roll. hey, Tom, we're going to listen to you, and we're going to follow you, and we're going to start fucking playing like a Super Bowl team, they probably won't be, but I could see them, bro, giving people run for their money. Oh, yeah. Again. Yeah, and for sure. Like, I think they're a playoff team. For sure, but y'all see that meme on Twitter of uh Jameis Winston looking at Tom Brady and was like, "Damn, no, I, I could do that. that. I could do that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 six, six. I didn't even know Jameis was with the Saints, bro. Hell yeah, he's like, back. Teddy. No, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's chasing heels back up. Hey, speaking <laughs> of Teddy, Tom Brady plays the uh, Panthers next week against it's a game. Teddy Bridgewater, it's a Christian game. McCaffrey. Damn, y'all. We need to go get Luke Keekley. We need to tell this concussion dad to come play. We need to go us. get Earl Thomas. For I want to talk about. I want to talk about Big and ben. Clay Matthews because he's still a free agent. I wanna, when I say we, I mean the Cowboys, y'all, because I'm a DCL for life. I want to talk about Big Ben out rushing fucking Saquon Barkley. <laughs> I know Saquon's on my yards. fantasies. <laughs> What's up with that, yo? What is up with that? Hell yeah, Bro, don't get me wrong. <laughs> fucking Steelers defense is cold, but Saquon. Hey. Bro. You can't you can't blame it all on him. No, bro. I'm not. But, but still, I mean, the Giants offensive line is fucking atrocious. Atrocious. I mean, bro, but there Horrific. was there was, I watched the game. There were some plays he could have did something, but he was trying to fucking hurdle everybody. <laughs> and and see, and that's another perspective on things. You look at a player and you you expect them to do so much, do this and that, but at the same time, 
If their team is not supporting them, no, especially in the depth. position as a running yeah, back, most depth. it's like, damn, if, you, if your offensive line not supporting you, if your receivers aren't blocking, then, like, what the fuck else you finna I'm do? just saying, bro, Big Ben is, like, maybe, like, a year or two from retirement, and he's out there doing the damn thing. Yes, sir. Coming back from injury, too. So, shout out to K-Dub and Better the Steelers. Better than ever. Speaking of Super Bowl bound. Speaking don't, of don't don't say he's doing a damn thing if he just <laughs> fucking beat the fucking Super Bowl champions and shit. He beat the Giants, dub. Yeah, I, and I, nigga I, just had season ending surgery, bro. Like oh. coming back from that and you going you gonna come back and throw on some niggas like that? The Giants? Okay. Did, no, I'm. I'm. I, hey, nigga threw 300 they, yards his first won. game back. The Giants, Come on now, cuz. The, Dak the Giants. 300 yards Same, okay. Shout out to the Giants saying, for bro. making Marcus look like Dak a naked mole rat. I think Dak threw like 260. <laughs> <laughs> but let's uh, speak of Dove. <laughs> Shout out to Nene in our bit. Let's go ahead and uh, oh, yeah. move on to some exciting news. Let's get Especially in the state news. of Texas. Shout yes, out to sir. the Dallas Stars for making it to the Stanley Cup final. Let's go. Go ahead, Doug. You take My over because this is your thing. I was born in 1998. That year. 1998. That fucking won. year. They won the Stanley Cup. It's been 22 years. 22. Since they have been Dub, in hold the on, championship. Dub, Dub. How many years? 22. Two. Motherfucker, yeah. Man, I can't tell y'all how freaking... I literally didn't know what to do with my body. I was sitting there. I'm still speechless, bro. I, oh, my God. Y'all got me excited, bro. Speechless. Boy, man, 22 years is a long time, y'all. Literally my whole life. So, I'm... Man, I'm just happy, man. But, of course, you know, Corona came around and I can't go to the shit. But it's okay, bro. 22 years, we ended the drought repeating history right now literally so when he tells y'all he doesn't he didn't understand what to do with his body he literally k-dub literally hit me up at like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning talk about hey motherfucker you better call in the work we need to turn up i don't know what the fuck to do yeah. i ain't got nothing my other boys around i know you up <laughs> and i'm sitting here i'm feel, i was sick as fuck yesterday y'all i was feeling like shit nigga had to go to the er and shit get blood work and dub was like oh no nah, fuck that come on you gotta get up <laughs> he doesn't he, he does not have covid yeah, By the way, I don't have COVID, y'all. Bro, and if you fucking saw Kato's fucking Twitter, he was just going... Motherfucker couldn't even type, bro. And all he was saying is, let's I mean, go, and couldn't hey, even fucking say, let's go. He can't type in general, but I hey, mean, man. this time, it was, it was a good excuse for him. <laughs> my, my hands were shaking, man. I was literally tweeting, I don't fucking know, 100 tweets a second, bro. It was fucking crazy, man. And the, to make it even better, is like, you know, it's, it's an overtime, so it's like sudden yeah. death, you know, first golden goal, like... Shit, bro. Nigga, we almost crashed, boy. I was in the whip. Oh, my gosh. That shit was so fun, man. I, the only thing I can tell y'all is, like, you know, if your team wins, you know, is going to the Super Bowl or wins the Super Bowl, that's literally how I'm feeling just because we made it to the finals. Like, shit is amazing. Bless up. And blessing up to that. Yes, sir. And if you haven't, if you haven't recognized hockey, if you haven't seen a hockey game, I'm telling you. Watch one of them hosts. They, they're live Shit low-key live. Honestly. Especially you, when they if, fucking throw hands. Literally. And if you haven't seen one, like, go to one for your first experience. Because I used to go to Dallas Star Games all the time whenever I was younger. My pops used to take me. After COVID, it's, obviously. Before COVID. <laughs> before. I'm saying after COVID, go to a game. You said go to a game. We can't go to I mean, a you game. can still low-key go, but... Okay. It's, just, it's just hella prices. Uh, on uh, the yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Either way. Yeah, after COVID, go to a hockey game. Experience some of the... Most fun shit of your life. Wear a big ass hockey jersey. 
Put your shit on, get fucking drunk as shit, watch the motherfuckers beat each other up, and it is a great experience, guys. Like, honestly. Don't, I mean, I don't know if anybody else been to a hockey game except Dub, but, I mean, he can go and fend for me whenever I say it is a great sports experience. Speaking of hockey jerseys, the only hockey jersey I have is a New York Knicks basketball hockey jersey that Greg got me for my birthday. Great gift giver, Greg. Continue to do that, buddy. Hey man, them, them hockey jerseys are. Probably not with face. <laughs> but yeah, them hockey jerseys—they're stylish, they're comfortable, they're—they look heavy, but they're really light. Yeah, it's, the jerseys—it's comfortable as fuck. It's literally like sleeping. wearing a football jersey, just long as fuck. And comfy. It's hella comfy. I'm telling you, I love wearing them hoes. But getting on to some kind of—I uh, would say crazier news. What kind of <laughs> what kind of caught my eye before I even bring up what it's about? So I was working today. Had a little break. Saw Parker McCollum tweet. Parker McCollum, cool. He a good singer. Uh, he was talking about a Grammy. About how the dude was kind of, in his eyes, even though he loved him, he was fucking up. He's kind of being a little crazy. Y'all might have seen it. Kanye just fucking pissing. Just pissing. Just, just like that. You know, like, have y'all ever had that piss like it's just about greater than sex piss? Like it just, you just piss and you're like, uh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was that kind of piss. Yeah. <laughs> why, are so, why are you so creepy? Hold on, bro. Hold on, hold on. Chill, 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 bro. Chill. Hold on, hold on. Chill, bro. Chill, chill. Hold on, chill. Hold on, chill. You want a popsicle? Hold on, bro. Chill, chill. Watch, 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 watch. He was pissing. Ugh. All over the gram, man. Parker didn't like that. Kanye ain't trying to leave his motherfucking label. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Technically, before you get into that, the Grammy... The Grammys are a shit show. The Grammys are just like the... Rigged. Yeah. It's just like the political elections. It's just like voting and shit. They're going to vote for the people that they want to vote for. They're going to do the things that they want to do. Like uh, J. Cole said, he's probably going to have to sit there and see Iggy win another Grammy. He said it was a joke, but then all jokes have true shit behind them. It's like how J. Cole ain't win a Grammy after going platinum off of two albums with no features... But yet, I'm not going to dog Izzy at all because it Iggy is fucking fine as hell. I that oh my goodness. Okay, so now it don't matter. You got a Grammy. You're not an artist or a movie director unless you got a Grammy or an Oscar. All right, so stay with me. Fuck the Grammys. Fuck the Oscars. It's all about the BET Awards, baby. So stay. So stay with me. So so stay. stay, All right. So everybody, everybody, stay with me. (laughs) They got way off subject. Everybody said he was pissing. He was good piss. Well, just saying, bitch. Uh, but he's trying to leave the label. What What would you think? I want him to cause that? Because he's fucking Kanye. I mean, yeah, most <laughs> death. He found Jesus. He finally, he finally took Kobe's advice and decided to be the same animal. I mean, he, he's, he's, I mean, bro, he's 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 forty three year old, forty three years old, bringing out some redesigned Crocs and shit. <laughs> Motherfuckers still do the damn thing, but them shoes are ugly as hell. You're billionaire though. Hey, Greg, if you get them hoes, I will stop being friends with you. Yeah, dead ass. But anyways, I, mean, I don't even know why we're friends. I mean... <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Yeah. We love you, Greg. Fuck Greg. In my opinion, but I feel like his life, the way he's going, even though like he's making some ugly shit we don't like, whatever, like he's doing the damn thing, so I feel like him trying to leave his label... Kanye, opinion, fuck the label. Drop the album, bitch. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah, there you go. I don't listen to Kanye that much, so they can speak more on that. I love Kanye. Con- Old Kanye, mainly, but... Kanye leaving his label because if y'all pay attention to the shit that Kanye's been on some wild shit. 
I'm not gonna condone all the shit that Kanye's been doing, but that nigga's been on some wild shit. But if you pay attention to the actual shit that Kanye's talking about, he's trying to be better for his future generation of kids. He's trying to make sure that his his kids and his kids' kids have a better feeling or a better fitting in this world of shit that's going on. Kanye's talking about make sure you buy property, make sure you buy land, make sure you do this, make sure you do that. And Kanye, yeah, he might be crazy at times, but at the same time, he is spitting shit. And at the real the real reason Kanye, I feel he wants to leave his label is because his label is trying to condone the shit that Kanye is doing. I feel like the label is trying to have a like a head over or a like control everything control, that he does. Exactly. Yeah, not yeah, and not yeah, even yeah. everything. But control the stuff that Kanye like wants to do that Kanye wants to do. Like the song was the uh, the old Kanye. Yeah, I remember that song where he's just sitting there for a minute and a half talking about I miss the old Kanye. The out of control. Uh, Kanye. Yeah. The life of Pablo. Yeah. Yeah. It literally is literally talk. And Kanye. He, he literally <laughs> said, What if Kanye made a uh, made a song about the old Kanye being Kanye? He's like, Damn, I miss that Kanye. Yeah. And what if Kanye is trying to get back to that Kanye? Basically what I've got from what he's saying, I've tried to decipher his tweets to understand what the fuck he's talking about, but it's so hard sometimes. And I really but have, I don't even have enough The main thing that I've caught off of it is he's saying he wants to get off the label. That way his kids don't have to work a single day in their life, which in really, in reality, they don't anyway. Y'all know who they mama is? Not them, yeah. to work. them together who knows how many billions they're worth put together he's a billionaire himself she's a billionaire herself they said regardless but he's doing it for the right thing I guess like Tommy <laughs> said like he's doing it for the generations I mean, ahead I feel like even though it's just like yeah y'all, I mean y'all, y'all completely in the right with the money but if you a millionaire you want your kid to be like yeah I got money I don't gotta do shit like if I'm a millionaire and I know my kids are gonna be set I still want them to have some fucking morals in life. I'm leaving the money to the dog. I'm still. I, I, I still want them to understand. Like you gotta work for your shit. Like yeah. I mean, I'm, I'll help you out. I'm gonna push you to where I'm gonna give you people. But I mean, just because we got money, don't mean you gonna be just set like off rip. Like you gonna be just sitting here fucking smoking and drinking and you know going out and doing shit because your daddy million. Like no, you don't work. You gonna try to get your shit, and then from there you gonna go. I mean, I feel like him leaving the label would be, like, a good thing. You ain't better act like no Justin Bieber-looking motherfucker. Yeah, but I also don't have too much information on it. So when I get more, might not be this episode, might be next. But I'll make sure to come back with y'all and kind of see what we got going on and shit. But on to some better news. More local news. More local, I would say. More local, but it's still still good, I guess, for the community and stuff. Yeah. It is one of the first good things to come out of tech in a while. In a long while, because you know tech right now is getting the shit for all the COVID and everything. But Texas Tech students create endowed scholarship funds in the memory of George Floyd and Timothy Cole. Now everybody knows George Floyd. Everybody knows the story about that. But Timothy Cole, most people don't know, he was a black Texas Tech student who died in prison after being wrongfully convicted of raping a fellow student. He's, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's the statue on 19th, right? Yep, that's, that's the statue I, that's on 19th thought, University. Yeah. His charges were dropped after he died. And that's a really shitty thing, but shout out to these tech students that are trying to get more education for fellow students more money so they don't have to pay loans back and I mean, shout out to check and just general just for you know giving it out there like keeping and, stuff up in that platform yeah i mean big. that's 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 real and big bro. that's a that's a good thing for the nation because it gives the nation hope that 
more, and I'm not trying to be racist, but more black students are going to want to come to Tech because of this scholarship. We get more diversity in this area, and Lord knows we could use it because there's hella racist white people here. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, man. I applaud Tech for doing what they're doing. Um, I'm glad to see they're taking a step to make more change happen. And we're going to get more African-American students because of this. And I think it's a great thing. And I wish, hopefully, we continue to push that way. And I hope there's more scholarships to other ethnicities as well. I hope there's more towards the black. I hope there's more towards the African-American, or obviously, uh, more towards the uh, Native American, sorry, and the Latin American as well. I hope there's more diversity coming towards tech soon. Uh, there's already a lot as there is with the foreign students that are coming here, but I hope we can get more of our people that are in this community that cannot afford college and just choose not to go that route. And kind of going off that, bro, I feel like, and honestly, that kind of helped us, like, local schools. You know, we got, like, Estacado and yeah. even, like, Monterey. Like, we have a lot of, like, African-American, like, students that are just beyond fucking smart, bro. They're mm-hmm. good, actual good kids. Like, that make you want to just stay here, stay close to home and family, but yet no. That you have a fucking college behind your back giving you a scholarship. A little and bit I'm, of money to go towards the school and then who knows, you get onto a team or something and boom, your shit's paid for. Like, I mean, that's yep. that's a big step for tech. And really I, on that note, too, it's like there's a lot of kids in our community that feel like it's either you get a sports scholarship or nothing. Or nothing. Yeah, yes. and you have to pursue something else different. And I feel like this is going to be something that's going to help our community and other communities in the future. And I think it's a great thing. And I'm really proud of Texas Tech for doing this. And I'm proud of the students that helped create this. And uh, hopefully we see some great things coming forward. Hey, but props to Matt, uh, Matt Wells reaching out to the local community. Yeah. Like Xavier White, Brylin. Hey, good shit, y'all. Like, really, like. Keep that, driving. Keep fucking honestly, putting bro. on for your fucking city, bro. Just keep doing your fucking thing. Proud of you, boys, man. Keep pushing. Keep yeah. Keep, keep pushing, doing man. the damn thing, man. You, honestly, you're doing it. It's it, that's D one. You you putting on for <laughs> the kids at fucking Monterey, Estacado, Lubbockai, and that want to do that. that that are even good enough to do that, but they're overlooked because they're a of where we away. are because yeah. of, yeah, because of where we are. Everybody our, thinks our that area is so overlooked. Whether it's just football, baseball, softball, basketball in general. Because of where we're located, shit, and that stuff is. Fulford and baseball, man. Yeah, Talked shout out to Braxton before. also I mean, shit, and uh, Noah Seifert. Shout on, out, bro. shout out to them local kids that are out in college doing the damn thing and playing college sports at big time schools and making a difference back in their community. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like I mean it may not feel like it to y'all, but at the end of the day, it is making a difference because people are seeing them and seeing where they're from, and it's bringing more, more. College kids, scouts yeah. towards us. And even just kids wanting to pursue and be like, hey, I'm from Lubbock, Braxton from Lubbock. I'm going to fucking grind and try to maybe be his teammate for a year. And then what if he goes to the fucking MLB and you were a teammate for a year? Fucking grind. I mean, shit. And on the you softball end, man, bro. we ain't seen a D1 kid in a long time. We've seen D2, Juco, all that other stuff. Shout out to Remy. You're doing the damn thing, kid. Yeah, keep yeah. pushing, keep striving. You're the first Division One softball athlete in LISD in over eight years. So... Keep doing it. Keep pushing. We're well, proud of you guys. Kansas. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and fuck Arkansas. Yeah. But, yeah, on that note, guys, I think we're uh, pretty much ready to wrap it up. We've had a good episode. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. We're we over 240 y'all. listeners. Continue to share. Continue to tell like, your friends about us. Tweet, and tweet. Yeah. Listen to us. All and, and, and everything. If, if I can remember, we are doing another giveaway at 250. 
So keep sharing. Very close. Make sure, make sure to get your friends involved in the share. I mean, we'll send wherever we got to send. I mean, get your people involved. It could be your auntie, your uncle, your grandma. It don't matter. Just get it involved. I mean, share it, stream it. Fucking shout us out. We, we, I mean, like we said before, we'll take other questions. We'll take other comments on anything we talked about. And if you want to be a guest, DM one of us. Let us know, and we'll put in a kind of like a process. Let us know what you want to talk about in the episode. We'll come together and we'll agree if you know we'll have you. If we won't, but you don't know until you know. So <laughs> put in that application, and we'll get you on, guys. For real. Hey, we love y'all. We appreciate the listening, and we're gonna take our last sip to you guys. Love you forever. Hey, Mercy Broadcast, baby. Y'all listen to us. All right. Hashtag Emergency Broadcast. We out.